Welcome to Kitzurah Kitzurah up to Simen Kuf Tes Zayin. Alochus of Kasherin Kalim Sif Zayin. Now we said that normally flavor is only imparted into a kli by means of heat. But then there's also the case of spicy foods that'll also get the flavor in even if it's cold. There's another exception that the kids brings down here that flavor could be transferred through a cold liquid if it was there for 24 hours. There's a concept of kovush kimavushal, that soaking is equivalent to cooking. We assume that some flavor went in even though it was cold, but it sat there for long enough, 24 hours, that it went into the walls. So if you have chametz in a barrel for 24 hours, the barrel now has chametz flavor. If you emptied out the barrel and then put in non-chametz food for 24 hours, that non-chametz food now gets the flavor of the first chametz. It should be a liquid. It passes through liquid. And this food now, this, this I don't know, second batch of pickles are chametz. They have chametz flavoring. This is why a, bar- a barrel in which whiskey of chametz grain was held for 24 hours needs to be kashered before Pesach. So the kids tells us if someone has a kli that has a whis- that had whiskey held in it, so it was stored in there. So the flavor and the color, the, the smell of the whiskey, you can't get that out just using Hagala unless you mamish boil the kalim in water and ashes until the smell is entirely gone. Then you do Hagala after that. Of course, this would only work if there is no residue of the chametz in the kli. Hagala doesn't work if you can't clean out the kli. Next, the kids tells us how Hagala was done on these whiskey kalim. What happens if it's a gigantic barrel that you were storing it in? You can't just put the barrel into a pot of boiling water. It doesn't fit. So what do you do? How do you do Hagala on a barrel? So you heat up a stone. Very, very, very hot. And you put it into the barrel. A whole bunch of rocks or bricks. Then you pour boiling water from a kli rishoid onto these smoldering bricks. And you roll the barrel so that the waters, the hagala, the purging will reach every part, every area of the barrel. And there you go. That's your hagala on a barrel. He says that our battle, barrels, they're made of a whole bunch of... Uh, panels, planks of wood, and you have these metal hoops that hold hold it together. So if there was chametz held in that, it's a, like a whis- the whiskey barrels that we have today, you can't do hagala on those. It's virtually impossible to get rid of any residue that could have gotten embedded in those crevices between the, the planks. Next, Kitsa tells us that anything that needs hagala, just taking off a layer you get a little uh, chisel and scrape off a layer of the clay. It doesn't help. You have to do hagola. The flavor goes in through every layer of the walls. And just scraping off the top layer won't help you. Because the layer right behind it still has that flavor. Now, what happens if you can't clean out a clay? Like you have a sieve. It's a billion little holes. Or uh, a pouch of the mill that used to collect the flour. Or if someone has uh, baskets that were used for hummets, someone has a grater... Or a clee that has a very, very narrow mouth. So it's, 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 it's impossible to scrub it on the inside. Or if there's tubing that you can't clean out, these things cannot be kashered. Put them away, uh, put them away for chametz with the other chametz de gakalim. Next, the kitchen tells us that if you have these containers that were storing your food all year round, 
And sometimes you have a little bit of soup or gravy that spills onto the container. It's, you know, it's next to the stove. So you have to kosher these containers, but less intensely. So what do you do? You pour some hot water over them. You don't need to boil it because these containers were never on the fire boiling. There was some food that was poured onto it. So you too pour the hot water over it to the same way the chametz got in. That's how you get it out. When you're doing an eroy hagala, you have to make sure that it goes directly from the kli where the water is boiled, from the urn, from the pot of boiling water, a straight stream onto the kli. Don't throw the water. It should be a stream. It shouldn't go up and then down, directly from the klirisha and onto the thing you're kashering. When it comes to tables, the menegiz that we hate, that they would heat up stones very, very well, put them on the table, and then pour boiling water, or I guess on counters, pour boiling water over these smoldering stones, and then the stones are moved all over in a way that the boiling water gets to every speck of the counter's surface. Mishiburah says that the Ahagala would work even if the stones did not touch every single spot, as long as the boiling water reached every single spot. Once you do this, you could even put hot matzah on that counter. Before doing this, the, 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 the containers or the tables that you're kashering have to be scrubbed first, and then after 24 hours of it not being used, and it was clean, for 24 hours, you dry it off. You don't want any water to, to cool it off when you pour on the water, the boiling water. And then you do the hagala. However, some are noyig, not to use any tables or containers, even after you kasher it, unless you put a tablecloth or some sort of a covering on top. Because you never know, maybe there was a tiny bit of actual hummets that is still there, and when uh, this is, th- these are the surfaces that are going to come in contact with your food. And eating even the tiniest little dot of chametz is is uh, a is So there's definitely room to be machmer, but not on the expense of your mental health. Okay, I'm done. Have a wonderful day. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.